Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Multiversity Manga Club. I'm Walt, and as usual, I am joined by Emily. Hello. And for our mid-month One Piece Club edition, we are also joined by Zach. Hey, guys. So I think this is actually going to be released like a little bit over a week later than when we record it, because I talked to Brian and... uh, I mean, I guess this is a little behind the scenes stuff that doesn't really need to make it on air, but we're recording already, so might as well keep going. Um, <laughs> so we're recording this now, but actually it's going to be going live close to the end of April, but April kind of falls on the calendar weird. So yeah, it's going to be a little later, but it'll come out for, I, I mean, obviously I lied in my show notes for the previous episode where I said, we'll be back in two weeks. It'll be more like, by the time you're listening to this, it's been like four We've done Please. stuff like that before. Yeah. <laughs> Please, you know, I beg for your forgiveness. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I grovel. So we are finally wrapping up Dress Rosa, the longest arc so far in what we have covered, it, but not the longest arc in One Piece, period, anymore. It feels like baby, st- baby fights compared to uh, Wano. Wano now. Just still not done. Nope. Um probably not much longer but who knows who knows i think but who knows i don't know it seems to be going at a snail's pace now like parts yeah. of it have been good but i'm kind of ready for it to be done yeah I think. yeah and even once we finish the big fight there's still the probably 10 to 15 chapter epilogue what? that yeah will happen so but That'll probably be pretty fucking hype. Those are oh, usually those some are of the, the best. Yeah, <laughs> as we've covered before. I was gonna say Zach knows, and I know he's mentioned before. Those are like some of the best, like hype-inducing um, moments in One Piece. Usually, especially as it goes on, like like when it starts out, it's like sort of like okay, there's in between, like oh look, people we met are getting news, and now it's like oh my god, the like world leaders are are moving behind the scenes because like because it's just like what's best in superhero comics where it's you're looking forward to what's coming next rather than like what's actually like happening yeah so you're never excited about what's actually happening oh no, no never <laughs> super superhero comics it's always about i can't i i can't wait for this is what this is building up to okay this is an exaggeration it Mostly. I, I get sort what you're of. saying. Sort of. <laughs> or you're like, man, I wish I was reading One Piece. Yeah. Because <laughs> at least One Piece is good in the moment. You're you're engaged in what's happening. And then and then they still treat you with the the whole cake at the end. The, the big dessert. <sighs> uh well, whole cake is whole cake is well, we'll get there, but I, I I've talked a little about this before. I think whole cake does have a saving grace. And it's not completely sort of a loser, but I do think it's like one of the weakest. Arts. Well, it, well, yeah. Well, obviously, I th- I think whole cake is a very whole cake is very interesting. I think uh-huh. it's a yeah. very interesting setting. Yeah, at least they didn't. You know, to be fair, like he didn't try to do the same thing twice. It was a different feel yeah. there for sure. Yeah. True, true. Um, but yeah yeah i heard so, someone describe it recently as alice in wonderland with power rangers which is like that that's is, pretty accurate yeah that's pretty spot on yeah very good choice of words yeah well yeah sentai is like basically like it comes into shonen in many ways yes. yeah um you know but no, so that's good. <laughs> i don't actually have the 
chapter count in front of me. Uh, you? 768 to 801. There we go. That we read. Those are the ones for this final chunk. Um, so I think we wanted to start off with something that technically started in the last time, which is the best part of Dressrosa. Okay, yeah, let's talk about this first. So <laughs> we we didn't have this little like subplot slash fight wrapped up you know we alluded to it last time uh, you know the straw hat crew has gotten like you know broken up and has their own little engagements as is kind of always the thing now um, yeah it just takes longer because there are more of them um mm-hmm. and people adjacent to them and so on and so forth um one of these is frankie and senor pink and so <laughs> we didn't finish that last time it started in uh, like probably about like half of it and then this time yeah, we finished it off it- continues over about 30 it doesn't take 30 chapters but it kind of happens over that 30 chapters of frankie versus senor pink would rule i would absolutely you wouldn't get tired of it no okay because it is very funny it's probably i want to say like it's the funniest continuous gag i think like that's more than just one joke like the sanji Mm, wanted poster that's a good point um i think it's like the funniest consistently funniest like fight Um, yeah i think it's the funniest fight for sure yeah and like it's it's very stupid but like the stupidity is sort of and i think it's like very very lightly sort of like about something because it's like kind of making fun of this whole like i mean um it's a machismo thing and i think you could like make the argument that like you know oda is not always successful at sort of portraying masculinity in a good way or at least like quite thinking about the ramifications of the way he portrays it but this is like clearly sort of like making fun of just machismo in general i mean the the manly guy is dressed up as a baby he dresses a baby it's not exactly subtle subtle (laughs) no um but since this is your favorite you you can you can go on well so going back to um going back to what i talked about uh last time and the time before that you know this is kind of when I was kind of jumping back into One Piece. And so this is, I have fond memories of this for me because as all this stuff was happening, like, you know, me jumping in like two thirds of the way through Dress Rosa, which was uh, in the grand scheme of things, it'll be like two thirds of the way through One Piece. And only about halfway through, I guess, whenever it wraps up, who knows. Point, <sighs> point being, you know, reading it, not really having anything, any idea what was going on. These chapters would come up and I'd be like, hell yeah, I get this. I get this. I don't know really what's going on, but I can like enjoy this for what right. it is. You get it. It's, um, yeah. I'm not, I'm not too distracted by like, you know, the logistics of who is doing what, where it's just two guys, two manly men. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very funny. It's, it's just so good. The art, I mean, Senor Pink's design is outrageous in like the best way. I think it's like, it's the, probably one of the dumbest, stupidest designs Ota has ever done. But I mean, that's like the point of it. Right. But I mean, Senor Pink is also kind of cool. His his <laughs> devil fruit is like very fun. Yeah. Visually it's a cool and like practically. Yeah. It's and, and it doesn't go along with his theme at all either. Not in the <laughs> that's right. It, and it, and he does Oda does that actually fairly it's, frequently. It's an interesting thing he does. He doesn't often so there's themes to stuff sometimes, but a lot of time it's pretty random. But I feel like it works because it sort of throws you off guard. It's like yeah. okay, 
Uh, um, he's got like the baby baby fruit. Right? No, no. no it's <laughs> not like, he can swim through solid ground. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he like uses it to like um, suplex. What's it when you throw him over your back? Like I think suplex? that's suplex. Yeah. Suplex Frankie yeah. into I like wasn't a wrestling guy. Yeah, and I mean, there's just like so, so they like I, like Frankie and senior pink sort of come to an accord they both realize they're like manly men and sort of they're both like taking each other's attacks or not dodging they're yeah. just senior pink standing there or or like you know then later on <laughs> there, there's some vision there's some like brief visual gags that i hadn't noticed before where like frankie like throws some uh, there's like some like explosion or something like that and like senior pink like br- blocks it from like hitting like a kitten or something yeah and then gives a little <laughs> thumbs up and like, you know, all the, all these ladies are watching There's and like, you know, swooning <laughs> and God, it's so good. It's really funny. It, it, and, um, there is, there's sort of a, there's a scene before, like some other woman like comes in one of the other like factory oh, yeah. workers and, <laughs> and okay. So this part I could see reading as a little bit like people wouldn't like it, but it's like mostly it's clearly funny. So it's... And, and she like, she's like, okay, we got to stop Frankie. And then like, Senor Pink and Frankie both look at her like, this is a man's fight. And like Frankie like kisses her, which like takes her out of the fight because she's so just overwhelmed by these manly dudes. Yeah. And they're, but they're both like idiots and stupid. And Walter and I were off mic talking about how Frankie was a good sort of choice for this. He's not really known to be like. Right. A, this isn't normally Frankie's thing. Well, I mean, being masculine sort of is, of. but it's more just being like cool and like, but, but not really sort of the chauvinist angle of Sanji. He's bro. You know, a bro. A big he, bro. Yeah, exactly. So like, he is cool. And like, yeah, the manly thing I could see coming up, but it's not really what people look at Frankie before this and go like, yeah, that's. It, it only comes out when he is presented with another <laughs> alpha male type. Exactly. You know, does it, See, unlike San, you know, Sanji needs to be like performative all the time, but Frankie knows he's an alpha, Frankie's so he doesn't of, need to play it up until he's confronted with another. Yes. Frankie's one of the best and I think like most consistently um, entertaining of the Straw Hats. Like, I feel like he's always good. I would agree, you know, because as. So, yeah, when I jumped in around here, I hadn't actually read anything with Frankie in it. I, you know, by the right, time that I read, I had only gotten as far as Frankie the end of Alabaster. Show up until Water Seven. Water yeah. Seven. <laughs> Actually, I might have read Water Seven. Well, I haven't gotten for much, all Frankie. intents and purposes. You, yeah. Um. But yeah, now one of the things that I've come to realize, you know, catching up is that yeah, Frankie is one of my favorites because yeah, the, he's he's always pretty freaking funny. He yeah, he has he's... like some of the best gags after Usopp, like. Yeah, like his like his Frankie laser always just being like, what what is it? He he always Nipple makes a laser. Well, he has like <laughs> his like when he's in his big giant robot, it seems like he's going to like the robot never actually does anything. Right, it's he comes just out. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Frankie guns. He just comes yes, out on the right. hand and starts shooting his own machine gun. Or or just we've come back to this a few times to laugh about it. But the uh, at the beginning of a uh, Punk Hazard or was it Punk Hazard or the. The no. nose where he changes his hair? No, not that. The No, it wasn't Punk Hazard. It was uh, during the time skip where he like blows up Vegapunk's Yes. <laughs> and then that smiles. Okay. shot of him in the sky. It's so funny. Yeah. And so but going back to Senior Pink's, the Senior Pink yes. fight, I do think like, and, and, and the backstory like is also supposed to be funny. There's no Clear, way yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I think you're also supposed to feel a little bad for him, but it's mostly just 
funny. Right. Like, it's somewhat it, Oda poking fun at himself. Yeah, his, a little bit with sort of like these tear jerky backstories where in, in mid fight, you know, you know, and and you see because like because Sonya Peak's like if I can't stand up after this, like it's it's all over for me or whatever. And as he's going up, or no, he's okay. So this is what I remember this now. So he's he's swimming up a tower with Frankie. He's like because I was like how are they yeah, yeah, he yeah. swims up the tower. He does like breaststroke or whatever. And um, he's like, if Frankie like survives this, it's over. Um, and then these sl- flashback to like, why is Senor Pink like this? Um, and it turns out that his girlfriend, the woman he loved, who he had a, a baby with, who I think also died, his wife passed away. Or no, no she, she went got, like catatonic. She went cat. That's right. That's yeah, right. They're, his they're, son they're passed away. Died. Some passed away, but wife got like hurt or something and went catatonic. And the only thing that could make her smile in the hospital was him dressing up, wearing the baby's bonnet. And then he just started to um, wear baby clothes all the time. And this funny part is the Doflamingo family was like, man, what's wrong with you? (laughs) You don't see Doflamingo's reaction, but I guess the the implication is just like, that's fine. Sure. Um, Doflamingo doesn't kink shame. No. Sure doesn't. Um, and it's funny, like, watching the progression, too. Because, like, at first, he's, like, just wearing the bonnet. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, goes full baby over yeah. time. He likes and, babies. And you know what? I got the weirdest callback to or what this made me think of. It's it's a thing that we haven't gotten to in this. But he reminds me of Odin. Mm. Really? In, okay. No, I see what you're saying. Because, you know, Odin's whole thing about, like, kind of acting like a laughingstock deliberately. Oh! Interesting. Because there's, like, those scenes of him just, like, walking through the street in his baby get-up, and everyone yeah. is kind of, like, making fun of him, yeah, and he's just, no. like, keeps his head up, okay. you know, keeps his chin up. He's yeah. like, I'm doing this for my family. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I can see why it's, like, a little bit effective, sort of, as a backstory, but it's mostly just, like, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, I dropped a ball. I actually wanted to watch not the whole thing in the oh, anime. It's not good. The Frankie. You, you've seen it. Uh yeah. It's just. I mean. So my thinking was. So yeah, he tells the story, and then yeah, it ends with like Frankie, like dramatically after he beats him. He being goes, like, "Why do you cry, brother?" And like, like you, know, you know, maybe one day we can like you know have share a, a drink and you can tell me about the woman named Russian. And there's just a cool, <laughs> there's a cool like image of Frankie yeah, like looking up to the looking into the sky and yeah. like looking real cool. Yeah. So so my thinking is like, and I bet I bet they do. I bet they disappoint that the one one advantage you could like do of like putting this an- in animation is like you know cowboy bebop it up like have that scene like play like you know some really You're like you know some not necessarily, <laughs> not not specifically like you know referencing cowboy bebop but like you know play some like really somber music as he like says something like that and like you know have him voice it so seriously i bet they dropped the ball on that I, they should have the, you know what else I should have done? They should have done the shot like with Domon Kashu with the yeah, pizza. Yeah, the sudden sepia tone. The, sepia. Yeah, se- the black and white or the yeah sepia and like frozen on Frankie's face. Um, yeah, there's, there's so much you can do to make that funny that I, they probably didn't do. I'd love to be wrong. I should go and check just to make sure I'm not defaming them. Um, no, they they they've used music. They've used the um the New World Symphony for when Crocodile gets killed. Um, or defeated rather, um, which was probably like one of the better uses of classical music because they use um, what do they do? Ave Maria when 
hair loop dies. It's a bit much. Because, like, that, that scene is sad enough, but I was like, it's, it's it, when you add, like, a huge, like, chorus behind it, I'm like, this is it's a little sappy. Um, <laughs> but I see what you're saying. They could, they could have, like. Some somber jazz. <laughs> the Godot's theme. Yeah, Godot's theme. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is the only video game, but only video game music knower here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we talked for 10 minutes about Frankie's. <laughs> That's really all I wanted to talk about tonight. I'm sure there's more, but you're sure there's more. I was uh, so on on revisiting this. I was actually surprised that it was just one chapter. In my mind, it was longer. Yeah, like I Uh guess that's something that you wouldn't really want to be longer. But in in my mind, it yeah. It in some ways it reminds me of like you know like old Kirby comics or something like that, where it feels much more. And part of it's through the advantage of uh, the flashback storytelling, which when Oda does that, that does tend to be more compressed. But it feels like there's a lot more there in terms of page count than there actually is. Mm-hmm. Right. I think ultimately, though, like I, I as I'm looking back at Dressrosen, as I just read the end here, I, I do, I do really like it. It's my favorite. I think it's my favorite arc, and. I think I think for the most part the end sort of as I don't like some parts of the final fight, but I think it like cleans everything up okay. It's just the the middle is pretty messy, I'll admit. Um it's not very clean as far as like the thing you don't the thing you don't like about the final fight is cure four. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> they it actually it feels much shorter than when it was when it was coming out. That's true. Um because I think just because, like, there was, like, all the switching around, and then, like, they went... So they go from Law almost getting killed by Doflamingo. Again. Uh, they actually did explain, though, why Law could take so many bullets, because he actually didn't take that many bullets the second time Doflamingo shoots him. Anyway, I'll get to that. But, um, yeah, it it, it, it it switches a lot between, like, the big fight and, like, the sort of other things uh, other fights and the things going on in the city um god there's so much to talk about with this uh so before that technically and sort of going on in the background is like where we started reading is like it, it flashes back to definitely on law fighting and they both like talk about some sort of lore important stuff like Law tells him he's a D <laughs> and um definitely goes D. like fuck. And uh <laughs> he's, what, what was that? I, huh? I said I said something flippant about uh, the D. The D. He also said, What do you make of the D? That's right, because when I was reading this, this was the first time that I like I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> And this point because double Mingo's face on? is like, huh? Yeah. He like is like, I don't what do you mean the D? Uh no. Um, but is this where you find out like Doflamingo like knows the secret about the world government or something that like this is why he can sort of right shall we say pull them on strings, um, puppeteer them? I don't uh. know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you really get. We don't really get much more about that. I don't think even after this. There's yeah. like there's like one line in kind of like the climax of the fight where i think when i think luffy is like delivering the final blow yeah he's where like you, you find out you get like the line that's like the the 
the people with the will of D are the enemies of the gods. Or yeah, so, you that's know, that her... like big epic line. Um, right, right. But that's, yeah. I mean, that's about it. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's ambiguous what the Flamingo knows about the people in Mary Joa and whoever who have some secret that like, why wouldn't they just kill him in that case? I don't know, but apparently they can't. Uh, anyway. Yeah. There's actually a lot of fighting going on. There's um, a couple other sort of like more minor fights, like on the plateau still a couple of the other. There's, there's Kairos fighting. Uh, Kairos with Diamante. Yeah. Diamante. Diamante uh, on one leg. Pretty cool. Um, that is pretty cool. Uh, Robin has some cool, I think, like, for Oda, I think, like, some pretty cool moments for her. Like, he doesn't try to make her, like, super badass or anything, which, like, for me, it's, like, sort of a, you know, it's sort of a a fine sort of balancing act with, like, female characters where it's, like, well, do you want them to just be male character, but they're woman? Or, you know, sort of, like, I mean, this is for kids, so, like, you know, the sort of, like, uh, girl power thing is not exactly, like, weird to see here. But there's, like, a couple cool scenes of her, like, she's trying to get up to the plateau to, like, protect um, Rebecca. And she's, like, running up on her steps made yeah. of her feet. That, that's, the, that's the thing that <laughs> I think. This is a really there, good there scene, are, I There thought. are a few very good visual stuff with Robin and her powers. And yeah. And she's such that, an interesting um, power. Her his wings are a pair, or like a glider. She, she has wings. She yeah. can make wings. She tells wings. Frankie for like five seconds. She yeah, can yeah. And of, then like Frankie's like, oh, you know. She can, so, it, you know, she can't really fly. She can right. sort of um, Propel glide herself like briefly. Kazooie. You can run, but you can't glide. Um, <laughs> right. And so like, you know, for example, you know, she's running up her steps that she made and like um, Cavendish like turns into hockey butt. Right. We find, we and, get the... Not revealed because we knew that about Cavendish, but we get the first the appearance of of Hakiba not in the Coliseum. Yeah. So Hakiba's like because Bartolomeo's there, he's like, I'm gonna protect Miss Robin as she climbs, and but then like he sees um, because he can only put his project his barrier one place at a time right. as like one surface, so like he can't protect himself and, and Robin. Someone else. So thankfully, he's like, a big Straw Hats fanboy. Yes, he's very good. I actually like Bartolomeo yes, a lot. He's I a good character, even though I, I thought he was a fish man. <laughs> fair enough you know fair enough um and like you know Hakiba starts running towards Robin and you're like oh no he killed like everyone at the Coliseum but it's like Robin's arms can grow on you so it doesn't matter how fast you are they immediately like you know restrain Hakiba and she uses his speed and well there's like a funny scene where Cavendish and Hakiba are like fighting fight. <laughs> yeah um and that was good I thought I thought it was a good sort of like not out of character Robin scene where she right. like did something like I don't know fought people. I remember when this was coming out, people were like, "Is she gonna fight Diamante?" Like I was like, "What?" Because then after that, she like appears on Flower Field with um, Rebecca, uh, and I thought it was cool that she like protected Rebecca. You know, women protecting women. It's a good, it's a good um, thing to see always. Um, but of course, you know, Kiros defeats Diamante. Um, just kind of by being strong. I don't. I don't think there was anything really. That's remarkable. what most of it comes down to in the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I mean is that there wasn't anything like really remarkably right. like interesting about the fight, except that Diamante, Diamante, Diamante got to say like, "Yeah, I killed your wife." Ha ha. You know, classic, classic um, villain hubris. 
bragging to the person you're fighting. Or I like thought gloating. there was like maybe more to that, like something more insidious, but maybe I'm thinking of the thing I know about later, but um, I don't know. I'm just assuming like Oda has some lascivious secret about every One Piece backstory. I don't know. Cause he loves to pepper those into SPSs sometimes. Anyway, um, there's Zoro's fight with Pika, which I thought was quite good. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was the, re- the it was creative what they did with that, and sort of the the, the art was really cool. Um, and also sort of like how Zoro used the environment and like the other sort of gladiators who weren't who were fighting but weren't really doing as much. But like Zoro was like, "Hey, hey, guy, I saw you throw your um throw your crew around. You think you throw me up there?" Fastball special. <laughs> And there's a great, there's a great drawing of Zoro. So like he gets thrown by Orlumbus, this like huge pirate captain. And like, you see him like going so fast as like cheeks are going out and like, it's like the speed line. Always, there. always a good it's, visual. It's very good. And so he does like his super awesome, like 20 name, uh, name of the attack is like 20 words in it. Um, things like break Pika apart and. Because eventually, because like that doesn't actually kill him, but it breaks him down into smaller and smaller pieces. He keeps moving until he finds, like, yeah, because Pika keeps moving into Uh, one of the other halves. And the way he shows it is like cool because like it'll say like on the part that's like dead, and then it'll show like the it'll do like um, motion lines around where he goes. It's it's a cool because like I immediately like I'm I'm very sort of like I I note okay that's very like easily visually parsable. I guess is what I'm trying to say. so when I can do that without sort of like reading the page like three or four times, which I sometimes have to do, like not just for one piece, but just for like most things, it's good. Zach, since House of X powers of X, has there been a fastball special in an X-Men comic? I'm sure there have been dozens. I know. In fact, I'm pretty sure they did it recently, but you know, most of the time it's, I'm pretty sure that they the most recent one was in the Duggan X-Men um, which you know has uh, Laura Kinney as Wolverine. I'm pretty sure somebody did a fastball special with her. Got it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just had to ask while that was still on my mind. Yeah. Walter told Have there me. been any baseball games? No baseball games to my knowledge. No baseball games? Well, that's another no. baseball game. Oh. Maybe there was one. I'd have to go back and check. Anyway. I think, yeah. <laughs> Walter told I, I, me about and, this phenomenon. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. yeah the all the x-men tropes i mm-hmm. my gut wants to say there was one in the cable series that jerry duggan did it's really jerry duggan is the one who's who's pulling Who in all the claremont vibes yeah yeah right. i i want to say i was also i was also pleasantly surprised by the bellamy stuff i liked yes, the bellamy yeah. yes Luffy i think that was, i thought that was really good i thought that was the most I have liked I thought it was Bellamy. effective. Like not not I think. That was definitely the most I've liked Bellamy. I mean, He's been and, kind of a loser character, but that's kind of what the point of that was. Yeah, and sort of like in his flashback, like he he's cuz cuz Doflamingo like knocks him down to fight Bellamy or something and he like basically I forget if he's no, I think he lets Bellamy go cuz he was controlling him, but he's like bouncing around and he's like this is my final fight and then like you see in bellamy's like thought process is like you know i i basically know i looked up to a guy that like hates me and disdains yeah. me thinks i'm a fucking loser and um at least i'll be just uh defeated by someone i respect which like very shonen but i thought you know it was kind of touching in a way i mean yeah, it was like yeah. sort of pathetic but like it wasn't it wasn't too redeeming of bellamy like no it's not you know, it's, it's not redeeming but it's like you know giving him like 
sort of a, a s- dignity. Somewhat, yeah. He, uh, he uh, self realization to some degree. Yeah, an attempt to kind of um, recapture some shred of dignity. Yeah, um, I which isn't it was, the same as redemption. But. And they didn't spend too much time on it. Yeah. I thought it was like the perfect amount of time um, to spend on it. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by that because um, I didn't get the full sort of uh, impact of it uh, last time I read it. Because the, the thing is that like as much as I like One Piece, it does have a good amount of loser characters, ones that are just probably not as intimidating or cool as they're supposed right. to be. Right, and then some characters like, I'm sorry, but Rebecca, like, like, well, I don't. Lose... I don't think Oda will ever remedy that. Well, no, but but in I... the case of like characters like Bellamy, where it's like he I think was never a... supposed to be intimidating, and it was kind of sad to see him trying to be so tough. Well, no, I no. See, I get a slightly different. I you think do? that I think that it was like you know, almost like Oda, probably not like this wasn't probably his full like conscious thought process or whatever but i think bellamy was initially supposed to be kind of like you know intimidating and whatever and this is kind of like a realization that oh that didn't really work um okay yeah i see what you're saying And here i'm gonna like kind of like there's a sort of acknowledgement that it didn't really work before and the kind of acknowledgement that he just isn't as like intimidating as he's supposed Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. as he was originally supposed to be i don't like i said i don't know if that's a fully conscious decision on Oda's part, but that's how I kind of... Yeah, I think it's a better use of Bellamy than was used in Jaya, where he was just sort of another mook, I guess, and yeah. Now, what? I don't think Oda has the realization to do that for characters, for female characters such as Rebecca. I didn't mean I didn't mean it in the (laughs) same way. I meant that Rebecca is a loser and it doesn't really do anything but sort of add to Kyrus's story. Right. I do like Kyrus's story and I want to like Rebecca. But it Mis- kind of is a punch in the face to have her get like damsel by go again at the very end. Miss World's number one fridging fan. I do love fridging, but <laughs> it depends. <laughs> Don't oh my god, you're like, that. like someone's you can gonna put like... her on blast right now. I didn't even notice about What's you, it? Emily. That no, you're the it's... number one fridging fan. <laughs> I just Emily like it. loves fridging. <laughs> Shut up. When you put it like that, I love it when guy when when guys have sad backstories, okay, and it involves their girlfriend dying. <laughs> That's not <laughs> so. Oh, uh, you you and you and Brian can get together and how much you love talk about how much you love Kyle Rayner all the time. <laughs> okay, I guess I, I guess I'll have to do that yeah. because yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, like there's bad. I I understand when it's bad. However, sometimes it's good. This this one was. Not great. Go who, ahead. Zach. Who has the best? Who has the best sad boy backstory? To in you, One Piece. Just in of general, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite sad boy oh backstory? My, oh my god, you caught me off guard. I mean, Spike, <laughs> Spike Spiegel's a really good one. Um, because also, but she wasn't dead at that time. But then she does die, she does and then die. he wants to die after that. So it's really good. Yeah, but, but um, that's not fridging because there's we at least get... Trigun has a pretty good one. See, I'm not familiar with Trigon. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I know there's an answer to this. Sorry, Zach. I'm gonna, I'll get back to you. Y- yeah, you can, you can tuck that away. <laughs> I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just... But anytime there's like, you know, an interesting, you know, boy, and I'm just like, oh, I wonder if you know, you know, you know what has a ton of sad boys in it? Naruto. Naruto is just <laughs> full of sad boys. Is, is Kakashi a sad boy? Oh, he's so sad. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because he, yeah. he has well, he has the most like 
his that his backstory is so fucking sad. Like it's so good. I love how this number one fridging fan. Thanks. <laughs> this makes me sound very aggressive. It makes it sound like I liked this backstory of identity crisis. <laughs> No, no. Well, that, um, that wasn't fridging so much as that like. That was just uh, like rape and murder. <laughs> yeah. Because that was like an established. <sighs> anyway. Um, anyway, we're I getting was, a bit you know, off you know, topic. Law, Law could have had a sad boy backstory. He did sort of, but it wasn't a girl. It was probably better that it wasn't a girl. Um, it was his beloved father figure. Older guess, brother. Slash older brother, say. yeah. Yeah. Um, in One Piece, is there? I think there is somebody in One Piece, but I can't like think of who it is. I guess there's, Zoro. Yeah, Zoro there's. Dungeon. Yeah, Zoro is textbook fridging. That she only exists for <laughs> the purpose of a flashback. Fell down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's a very lazy version of it's it. Pretty it doesn't bad. Really, it's bad. doesn't really matter it's, going forward. It's awful, but it it is textbook fridging. Yeah, no, it's bad until um, we find was, out that she is Tashigi. Tashigi. Yeah. Or, or yeah. So, but. Walter, did you like how Kyrus is? You liked Kyrus's like. Yes, story. I did. I did. Um, um, and yeah. that was again. That was another thing that like not having the full context of uh, mo- a lot of like the newer members of the crew or, w- or what everyone had been doing. Mm-hmm. That that was kind of like that plot was pretty much complete in terms of what I read. Kind of jumping back in, so it was kind of like one of the things I was usually able to grab onto as like a narrative. Hope when I was first reading this, I, I do like that Rebecca went off to live with him in the end. I think yes. that like yes, I think that like, was good. her being like the princess again. It's like okay, I think I think it overall it ended good for her. However, I don't think her handling her treatment was like always successful. I thought it was like good in the Coliseum where she like refused to fight and sort of just like dodged her way to victory or whatever. Um, won by ring out. She won by Smash Bros. rules. Um, but. I mean, there was just, there was just a lot of like, don't fight Rebecca, you know, and, and, and I understand like, you know, Kiros doesn't want her to be violent. That's, that's like, you know, in a vacuum, a good thing. However, you know, like in one piece, sort of like being cool in a fight sort of is signifier for like yeah. being cool. And like, it almost feels better. Like if it would have, if it had <sighs> I, been almost the same exact thing, except instead of a daughter, it was a son. Yeah. It might've been better that way actually because yeah. it, it feels just you feel the like fragility a right. little a lot more right when it's a girl and <sighs> i'm not saying it was 100 percent unsuccessful but it was like mostly kind of like eh, yeah you know the the thing with rebecca going to like live with kairos it was it was good and i do think it's one of the better things that's done with her uh but it does have feelings it, it has a very similar vibe although with a more like permanent and to like vv running out after the crew um it has a more permanent end yeah that she ends up like it's not like you know vv went to join the crew whereas vv's ending is very good though it's very good uh but i'm saying like a lot very tonally you know this whole thing of her kind of like like vv didn't permanently leave Mm -hmm. her position of power or whatever um in the same way that rebecca does but but the way that it's kind of cut is very similar uh-huh um, a little bit but yeah like, because you know, because her... luffy goes to find her and yeah like, yeah it there's yeah, a it similar has energy the same, kind of some of the same rhythm feels a little bit of a retread just a little bit mm, i didn't feel that as much but i see what you're saying 
Um, so, well, I guess uh, we didn't really talk about, like, the final fight. It's just that. Yeah, um, whatever. Uh, we're going to talk about it now. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, you love talking about Gear 4. <laughs> no, I like talking about Del Flamingo being beat up. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, bounce man. Yeah. Um, so, Del Flamingo beats the shit out of Law. I mean, he, he, like, cuts his arm off, which is a pretty brutal scene. He, like, turns his leg into, like, a saw or something. I don't know. Uh, and, like, um, slams him into the ground and then shoots him, like, ten times. A lot. Because he's pissed that Law is still wearing, like, the Corazon. And he gets, like, doesn't think it was, like, gets real real pissed and sort of, like, loses it a bit there. Um, I think it's also funny that, like, Treble is just there going, like, yay, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, yeah. Delphi, you're so great. He just... I don't know. I think it's funny. I think I like it. I like that it's not just like. And then we get the flashback about how like trouble and everyone like we decide we're gonna like make this kid like that was strange. Super like, evil. So you got a little bit of that before where you see. I think that they gave him the devil fruit, but like, where did they come from? I I guess they were just like gangsters. Yeah, I don't know. something like that. But they're like we realize that. Well, see, the thing is though, the Domingo even as a kid had the conquerors, um, hockey. Or whatever it's called, um, mm-hmm. Supreme, of the Supreme King, King, which not every you have to be born with it or something. Yeah. So they're like, oh, and this kid's already evil, and he's a, well, also he was a celestial dragon. Right. They didn't have that pedigree, so they're like, okay, let's just like build this kid up, and yeah. it makes some kind of sense. And it's funny to think that like we raised him to be evil. <laughs> basically, he was already evil. Don't worry. Um, it it is kind of I don't know. Like again. We do, this is, like, Oda keeps doing this thing of, like, it's not quite creating sympathy for the villains, but he he does try to play them as, like, these inverses of Luffy, and that, like, all these, we we keep seeing it more and more, like, these people are also candidates to be the Pirate King, too. Uh, However, I never got the sense that Doflamingo wanted that ever. No. I think they just said that. And, like, he's never expressed that desire. His desire is to, like... I get what you're saying, Zach. I just, I just like, I think that, like, they're just, like, Doflamingo will have everything in this world that matters. And Doflamingo's just like, okay, cool, that's that's great, you guys. Um, Thanks for helping me achieve power. However, I just kind of want to... He's the Joker. I mean... They call him Joker. He kind of is the Joker. He's the yeah. He just wants to see the world burn because that's what the Celestial Dragons He also followed him a vat of acid. Mm, maybe that's why he has to wear glasses all the time. Maybe. Um, we still haven't seen his eyes, right? See one of his eyes. One of them. In flashback. That's right. It just looks like Corazon's eye. Yeah. Probably just looks like Corazon. But, um, so... He also has a hand buzzer that will electrocute you. <laughs> really joke around he's he well, i mean he laughs a lot but he's not you know he has a flower on his lapel that shoots acid i don't think so <laughs> he's voiced by mark hamill that would be cool actually that would be pretty cool maybe i feel like he could do it yeah I, is mark hamill on cameo <laughs> <laughs> no and no surely was, not. that would be so expensive Oh, true. Okay. You know who I did recently find out who is on Cameo, though? Who I really kind of like? Peter Griffin? No, I know. I've known he's on Cameo for a while. No, uh, Richard F. Carr. Ooh. (gasps) Ooh. I am going to spend so much money on Richard F. Carr cameos. 
Oh my god, yeah, because he was Gaius and Aaron, and he's been—I mean, he's been like a lot of people. He was he, in yeah, Gata, he is Gaius, and he's also post Billy Zane and some. Yeah, Seeker of Darkness. Yeah, look at this tiny Terranort. Um, Walter knows so much about King Arthur. <laughs> not as much as Zach. We're on the call with Zach. Come on, don't. Don't. <laughs> don't <laughs> No, I'm just sound like I'm like. Yeah, I'm just saying it. Like I think out of all of us three, I'm the one who knows the least. At least you I'm pretty sure he is. Now bit. I'm looking and I can't find him. But I saw, I saw, like he did a cameo for somebody. But now I can't find him. Yeah, I think I think he is. Oh. Um. Um. <laughs> excuse us, <laughs> Richard Epcar. <laughs> so wait, <laughs> Mark Mark Hamill should voice no Flamingo. Yes. Um, you know what? No, the guy, the guy on cameo that I keep meaning to commission something. I know who it and is. This is a bit of me yeah. and Emily thing. I, um, I, I hope he's still the, on. Swear to God, I, for, I, I forget his name, which makes me feel terrible. But the guy who is Mister Gibbs in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah, he's oh. We what we wanted to do was ask him, like, pay for enough time for him to like rate his favorite. What was it? Rate, rate which. What was his favorite Mister Gibbs the, moments? Or just like rate the pirates movies? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I think he's been in every single one. I think so. And even though five is like. It, it, it shall not be talked about. It's Five so, is possibly the worst movie I've so ever bad. seen. It's so bad. Like, four is really bad. Like, t- three is watchable. Two is... Three's main the problem is it's too long. I, I really like one through three. I have only seen four once, and I've never seen five. I, so. would I think I'm due for a rewatch of two. Okay, I've, I've seen some. It's bad. It has some good like scenes though. It like does. some of the action scenes are like you know this is pretty cool to watch. And the guy who plays Norrington is so hot in it, but this is all fucked up. <laughs> he's all fucked up, and he doesn't wear the stupid wig anymore. Oh, the um, scene, the scene from three where the boat is just exploding around him though is just pure. That's pure cinema. That, like, I think that's a little bit that. overdone. No, well, it's... My, yeah, I, I like. I like the sword fight like marriage. That's fun. That's cool, and I like when they throw the swords up through the floor. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. this is uh, pirates adjacent. It another, is pirates, we're a, yeah. We're gonna have a pirates um mini sode where we Ooh, review if we need to kill time when Wano ends, <laughs> just <laughs> do it the multiversity pirates of the Caribbean. Before we come up with another series to talk about. Beautiful. Love it. Um, anyway, don't... So, no connection to manga whatsoever. We can probably find uh, a pirates manga. There is a pirates manga. I, I'm sure there is. There's, I, I there's a this. lot of Disney quote unquote manga in a Sherlock through Holmes through uh, Tokyo Pop. Uh-huh. The, the yeah, new ownership it's... of Tokyo Pop, I believe. After I'm pretty sure there is actually a party. humble bundle going on for it right yes, now. Yes, at, this, at this very moment. There is a... Yeah, because okay, Tokyo wanna... Pop wasn't paying their uh, guys, freelancers or something. Guys. This is more important. We need to... <laughs> this is more important than Luffy's fight with the Flamingo? Excuse me. I don't think anything is more important. You're right. My apologies. Um, I got it picked so... right away. I think so. Yeah, like laws. Um, Law does some like room trickery to avoid being shot to death. He like yeah. escape, exchanges his body. I guess like because Oda was like he's been shot like ten times. No <laughs> way can I like explain that like Law survived like ten gunshots or whatever. Um, <laughs> so they explain that a bit. Um, Law still is missing a fucking arm, but. Uh, Luffy comes back up after he like subdues Bellamy. He's like pissed at Doflamingo. He's like, "How could you do this to yeah, somebody?" The, the cardinal sin. The to cardinal. Luffy. Well, but but Doflamingo wasn't even friends with Bellamy. He didn't even pretend. He's like, he, yeah, he but he's say... still part of his crew. 
Doesolingo tells him that you can use my standard. He basically said you can use my brand. But but to Luffy, that's like the same thing. Yeah, he's like, you're scum, which definitely goes pretty bad. Yeah. But, um, so like he's about to kill Law and then Luffy steps in. And I think like the first parts of this fight are really good. Actually yeah, quite it's, good. It's just like um, a, a chapter or two, but it's... But some, it's mostly punching and kicking. But it's, it's drawn really well. Yeah, it like... It looks really good. It's There's like about a chapter and a half of like... Because Doflamingo has been um, hit by something Law used to, like, fuck up his insides. Yeah. Um, and so he's weakened, which I guess is, like, the explanation. Of, like, he's so strong. By the way, he's put the birdcage up around Dress Rosa. I oh, yeah, we kind of glossed over and, that. And that's sort of, like, the ticking time bomb of, like, you know, right. Namek's going to explode in five minutes or whatever. Um, so people are dealing with that on the side. But... Because I think, I think one of the problem, one of the things that kind of weakens a lot of more recent One Piece is that you know there's there's always a lot going on as we've mentioned and like a lot of different people doing different stuff in different places um and because of that while while oda's just as good of an artist as he's always been yeah a lot of times like he's just kind of he's drawing just a lot of different things to kind of get across like you know here's what's happening here here's what's happening here Whereas mm-hmm. even even though I don't even think it was a full chapter, it's just like a f- it might have been about a half a chapter, yeah. Just a few pages and of just Luffy, Doflamingo fighting, hitting each other, hmm. but it looked really good, and yes. he he got to just kind of focus on that, mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of it's just kind of a reminder that he's he's really good at that. He's he's quite good at action. I almost never. He, he's he's just pretty clear. It's just yes. a lot of things are happening. Yeah, it, um, it has nothing to do with like his. Whenever anything is like where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of feeling like I'm losing the plot or whatever. Yeah, uh, it has nothing to do with like um, his actual draftsmanship. Mm-hmm. It, it's just that there's just so much going on um, in terms of like the narrative. Um, yeah, just those. Uh, I think it's like. Uh, Eight or Chapter so pages. Seven eighty two. If you want to see this fight, it's it's like, and they're both using their powers and stuff, but it's like real cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think we summed in the kind of post time skip One Piece. We, we kind of lose that bit of Oda. Uh, sometimes, every now and then, it kind of pokes through a little bit. Like some of the recent fights with uh, Luffy and Kaido have. Oh, kind of had the drunken battle. So good. Yeah. Um, it looks good and. As well, when he, I think, kind of post time skip, we get the action scenes less, but we do still get kind of like the scenes where he like slows down, like uh, and kind of you know, I mean, the whole flashback that pretty much kicked off this uh, sequence of Laugh Tale, um, you know, so much of that is just his visual storytelling. What made that chapter so good? Of um this. of 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 Roger just laughed. Yeah. That one. Oh yeah. my god. That's what I that that two phrase spread of Roger laughing. We, we, I was like, we still get oh, we man. still get that. It's still good. <laughs> um, but I do feel like it, it, it. Like I said, it seems a little weird to say this when there's so much action in One Piece. But I feel we don't really get to kind of focus in on yeah the action. It's a lot of like sort of same way. It's mostly just like it kind of boils down to like a couple hits. It seems yeah. like now and like and there are still. I mean, there's still a fight. I guess it's weird. To, to say but like i see what you mean like sort of like you don't get as much of sort of the the spotlight on sort of these moments of right. i don't know the grittier stuff i don't know but 
Yeah, that anyway, stuff's good. Luffy um, beats. Luffy beats. Uh, Doflamingo. In the end. Not then. Do I have? Do, did we talk about gear? No. Why? I feel like I've talked about gear four before. Oh, it was on because it was in when we were talking about Shonen Jump. Um, gear four. Luffy is like, oh, yeah, I can't is, beat you. This like, is the first reveal of Gear four. If you're just following, we, we've we've I think we've alluded to multiple times. Yeah. Not just in the show because I'm pretty sure we've talked about it with Zach on air before, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Yeah, because I I know that I know Emily is not the biggest fan of Gear five. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, or gear four <laughs> or gear four i mean i did Oops. like gear five yeah um, gear four but, I'm, I'm gear f- yeah yeah no it yeah sorry to like uh, go on this once again but uh yeah i don't know i think it we've talked a little bit about it i think it just looks too severe and you know i, I get the idea of him being a ball and sort of being flexible and bouncing around but i don't know i don't think it looks good I think it's mostly just. Well, we'll probably never see it again. I don't know. I probably won't see it as much as five. Right. Maybe Oda got some like bad feedback. Like, yeah, people aren't really vibing with Gear Four. Um, One thing that I've never really understood about Gear Four, maybe it's just because like I. Uh, well, it does get used quite a bit. I don't know. I've never really understood the difference between like the snake man and the bounce man incarnations oh, other so than I like think, i think the snake arm is part of bounce man okay <laughs> i think it's just that like his arm can like sort of do that zigzag thing when he's in that form i don't okay i, I agree it doesn't really mesh with the whole bouncing thing i guess it just means his he's he's gotten like that much stronger that he can sort of manipulate the rubber in that way and yeah. it completely wrecks Doflamingo, I'm sad to say. He gets, like, fucking... He, he, it is kind of funny that he gets, like, uh, thrown into town, and all the townsfolk are like, wait, that's Doflamingo! And he, like, gets up and he's like... He just like, goes... He, like, talks to himself a lot at this point. He's like, I guess I was sent to the town center. So he was like, uh, You know, I'm like... I was I was sent all the way here. Um, yeah. there's, there's a brief diversion where, you know, like... Is often the case with these sort of things... Luffy can only use it for a certain amount of time. And so he doesn't finish off Doflamingo before he kind of has to revert back to yeah. just normal Luffy and is tired or whatever. And and there's an ex- a little bit of a few chapters where... There's kind of a neat scene with the announcer. He kind of becomes an important true. character. That's true. That is the, the announcer, Giyats, from the um, Coliseum. Yeah, he protects him I liked and, that, actually. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good, I guess. Um, but, you know, like, there's kind of like luffy's having people are buying some time for luffy so he can be able to go back to gear four for a little bit doesn't feel as long when you're just reading it like that but i remember week to week i was like oh man this is yeah yeah it's definitely goes like walking through and um because oda's very upfront, so to speak about like you know time left once luffy gets back to gear four He's he like, wins. he will kill him in one more hit. I'm like, okay, yeah, we get it. He's going to get... I'm here over here crying like, yeah, okay. I get it. Um, yeah, because definitely goes very beat up. It's all bloody and stuff. The, um, but yeah, the Giyats stuff is, is quite good. Yeah. Um, there's... I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the background happening. Oh, my favorite thing I get to talk about um viola and rebecca faced a flamingo one last time right this is where i get to say that 
a later SBS reveals that Viola and Doflamingo had a certain relationship. <laughs> it was mostly, it was mostly, it's funny mostly because of the way Oda worded it. I guess because like of the way they talk to each other in Japanese, it's implied that they sort of use affectionate words. And someone was like, why did they do that? And Oda's like, it's a very adult story. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's part of something I couldn't show in one piece. <laughs> I told my editors though, Dress Rosa is truly the, uh, the country of passion or something. And I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> cool, great. I Please don't give me more things to think about. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so that's a thing, but at least feel like I feel like she never sort of was like kind of a loser like Rebecca was a little um, bit. Yeah, Viola's fine. I've got yeah, she I was like Viola. she was good. Yeah, I liked her role. She was um, you know, she has sort of like all seeing power. Um, she tries to like stab him with her dinky little knife. Uh, doesn't work. No. Um, and you know, of course, the last second, like Luffy comes in and Law Law does some stuff. Um. He actually takes Treble down. Treble is actually just a skinny little dude underneath all of his. That um, is good. Mucus, which I feel like I feel like that's been done before, though. Yeah, I, I think so. But um, it's not. Well, the funny part was that um, Luffy thought he was Logia because right. he like hit him, and and Treble looks down. And he's like, "Am I Logia?" <laughs> yeah. And and then you realize like, oh, he's just like really small under there, and he can't. He was he was hard to hit. Um. Yeah uh luffy gets back up to gear four and does like i don't know he does a really big punch and um doflamingo gets knocked down i think into like the underground harbor um something like that yeah and his glasses break of course they show that and they're like you don't get to see his eyes sorry and then when in the Um, like kind of epilogue when he's like in prison they've given him new glasses (laughs) they give him new glasses and they just like chained him to the ground (laughs) That doesn't that seems like it's against the one piece geneva convention but i don't know um yeah because so so you know uh they don't well so the the big important thing that happens after this and we talked about like sort of the rebecca fallout and how she goes back to the kingdom and mm-hmm. viola ends up being like the new princess right um which is cool um rebecca goes to live at kiros and almost all of the pirates that fought in the coliseum like join like, like, pledge themselves to Luffy as right. like, part of his crew, so he now has like a fleet. Yeah. yeah, I've I've seen this described in the funniest way. I'm gonna try to find what okay. it is. Okay. Like the hold on, because this this uh, has at least once actually come into play, right? Um, I feel like it has, but I can't remember exactly when. Since now, since then, since, you since mean? then, um, <sighs> it. I think it has, but I, I'm sorry. I can't remember. Okay. No. Okay. The thing I'm thinking of technically doesn't happen until a little bit later. I think. Yeah. It's, it's like one more story arc is the, the specific thing that I'm thinking of. So I'll I'll save it. Cool. I guess before I say what it is. (laughs) No worries um yeah and and so that sort of segues into the um the like you know post victory party because it's like all of the crews like drinking together um fujitora fujitora like sort of faces off with them a little bit but then he backs off and he realizes like okay i wanted to i wanted to basically ensure that it would the 
pirates would be seen liberating Dressrosa, not the Navy, because right. he doesn't like the warlord system, which, to be fair, set up somebody like Doflamingo, who was a, a slave owner and, you know, a tyrant and whatnot. So why why would you support such a thing? Uh, so I think in the end, Fujitora's thing makes sense. It just feels weird in the moment for him to be like, I'll step back for now. Like, when yeah. Doflamingo's clearly, like, doing war crimes and stuff. Like... It's it's strange, but um, it does sort of make sense at the end that he would like sort of he didn't want to be seen as the person who liberated Dressrosa, basically. Um, yeah, so definitely goes taken into custody by Suru, who in the flashback also was like sort of always on the Deflamingo Pirates. Like, I guess she was on that beat or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and you know, he says some some cryptic stuff about. Like, things are going to happen to Mary Joa now. Uh, we also get... Um, I just want to say real quick that, um, you know, th- we get a little bit of uh, sort of closure with Law talking to Sengoku about Corazon, which I totally forgot about, and yep. I thought it was pretty yep. good. Um, because Sengoku took in Corazon. We find out, I guess, after um, the, they were split up, uh, after um, Duffelingo's father moved them out of Mary Joa. And they were, like, shot at with arrows and whatnot. Um, yeah, and they sort of just have a cry about it. And it's um, it's good. I mean, I guess I'm glad they got to revisit that at the very end rather than it just being all about sort of, like, okay, Luffy gets, like, a total fleet. Or a whole fleet. Um, let's see. And then I think, like, at the very end... What do I want to say? Um... We get like the quintessential, like like the the sort of like um not quintessential um sort of the inevitable like bounty scene, and the last thing you see is that like you know everybody's bounties went up basically except I think Chopper who I think they still think is their a pet. pet yeah <laughs> um I think he still has a he has a higher bounty but it's still low it's like fifteen varies <laughs> and everyone else is in the millions Sanji has a real picture Sanji has a real this is where it ends Sanji has a real picture and it says like only to be taken alive yes foreshadowing yeah uh and they're like what and yeah. so that's kind of i remember reading that and being like what what's going on yeah. like like what why why Santi only to be taken alive i guess we'll find out um on the next episode well, actually probably two episodes from now um i can't yeah that's probably right because that's one of the other saving graces of whole cake i think the, yes that stuff um but is there anything else people want to say about Dressrosa? I still really like it. I think it's really good. It, you know, it has it has a lot of moving parts. I think it's not very clean in the middle, but I think like in the end, it I was like, yeah, it was it was really good. I think fun. I think it's good. It it. I mean, I, Doflamingo is. Yeah, he's easily like top three best villains in one piece i think he, he may he, still number one you're what, still your favorite crocodile crocodile <laughs> yeah yeah um and and dress rose is a very interesting setting this arc yeah, introduces maybe more characters than any other arc uh yes. like important characters um I, yeah i think yeah true yeah this it, it does a lot without feeling over blow overly bloated, I think. Um, well, I think I like to say is 
Don Quixote do Flamingo, Dormiendo en Paz. <laughs> I, I just think that Do Flamingo, like, I think he looks the most, like, intimidating as, like, a villain that we've seen in a long time. And I like that sort of, for, like... feather boa. He is intimidating. <laughs> and did you see his profile? Man, Oda draws the shit out of his profile. But anyway, um, there's that one scene where he's, like, looking down at Law and Law, he's like, Law, you're gonna die soon. And I'm like, man, this is the best. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I think I think I just sort of miss the and you know, crocodile is sort of like more classic, I agree. But um I don't know, I just don't think we've got I mean I mean I guess Kaido is like Kaido's as good as I don't, like a, Yeah, I don't think Kaido's as good as Doflamingo. Doflamingo. Yeah, I don't personally. think it's as good of a design. I think Doflamingo's a really good design. Though, actually, before I before we yeah. move on, I guess the quick thing to mention is that this is when we first see Kaido. <gasps> oh, oh right. yeah, you're right. Like, you're very right. interesting scene where he like falls from. He falls from the uh, sky island. Yeah. And tries to kill himself. Yeah. That I totally forgot about that. Yeah. That it's just like weird. he is the. Ma- it was cool though. It was like he's the man who cannot die. Kaido, king of the beasts, and he's like he gets up and he says didn't work right. or something like that. Right, because didn't we didn't we see him fighting? Uh, that other one of the like worse yes up in sky island well i'm not sure what he was doing up there but like oroge was like he's like a he has he's a skylander because he has wings right um um he's talking to him or something and then he jumps off i'm not sure what they were doing exactly because then he doesn't have his horns when he jumps down right the horns look weird in the like in the the, like looney tunes like yes it's a very Very like you know, Daffy oh, Duck is that, and Wild is that foreshadowing on Otis part? I don't know. Surely not. No. No. I mean, well, <laughs> it does look very like Looney Tunes. The hole he makes in the ground. Yeah. It's like, what's all, folks? I'm like, trying. I'm trying to find what chapter that's in. Is that like 7.99 or something like that? It's 7.99 or 800, I think. Um, but like, yeah, it looks like you know how when Wiley Coyote does those, like, there's some really funny ones where he like falls and he's like looking up. As he falls, and he's like pissed off, and then he's like, and then you see like the wily coyote shaped, wily yeah. coyote shaped um, hole. It's kind of like, kind of like Kaido, because like the hole looks a lot sillier than what Kaido actually looks like, where right. he looks more like buff and stuff. But what I was saying was like, if I'm not were mistaken, the horns like, were different. I thought he didn't when he like when we huh. like see him when he's like kind of talking before okay, he like jumps. Doesn't he like not have his horns? See, this has me curious. This has me curious now. Because I didn't, for the longest time, I didn't realize that was Kaido until that page, basically. Um, Did you find what chapter it's in? Oh, okay. Sorry, it might not be because I forgot Dressrosa ends before eight hundred. No, I think Dressrosa goes till eight hundred one. Is technically it does, but like they they kill the Flamingo or they kill him. Yes, yeah, yeah. Stopping before that. Um, Shit. Oh, it doesn't matter too much. Because I know it was the end of the chapter, but now, yeah, I'm curious now. Let me see, like, Kaido first appearance. At any rate, yeah, like, you you see him. Yeah, okay. So, he falls. Which chapter is this? It's 795. Uh, Um, He's seen at the top of the, this on the Sky Island, and they're like, you know, what are you doing? Um. And then he, it says he's like attempting suicide. He like jumps. He's over here. He looks kind of small, honestly. And he like lands. 
<laughs> Let me see this hole in the ground. Oh, wait, where's the hole? That there it is. is. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't really look like Kaido, does it? I don't know. I guess... No, I think... Okay, I think he was jumping from another Sky Island and landed there. Yeah. And then went down to another one. I think that's what that's implying. I'm not 100% sure. Um, okay, he does have his horns, but they're like... Yeah. They do look kind of weird, because they're like white right? against his like cape or whatever, and uh-huh. they, yeah. they kind of go off panel. Man, I took such good notes. I can't even talk about <laughs> this coherently. Um, yeah. Oh, okay, so he landed on the hi- on the hideout of the kid pirates, and then they were like, what that's the fuck? Right, that's right. What the fuck happened? Um, yeah, and it says he was looking for a place to die, so I wonder if this is going to come back, because I always thought that was, like, the interesting thing about Kaido, where it was like, oh, this is the classic thing of, like, he can't die. He just wants... He just doesn't want to kill him and wants I mean, Luffy to kill him. I don't think Luffy will ever because I think Oda actually said he's like Luffy will never kill anyone because like it's it's I mean he didn't say this in so many words, but it's right. for kids and like it would look bad if Luffy did that. Uh but I sort of wonder. Um I mean One Piece has the precedent of killing characters. It's rare, but it does happen. Um so I don't know. Um mm. I think yeah, I think this is one of the better sort of like introductions of a main villain i've liked kaido so far i just feel like it's gone on so long i've sort of forgotten like aspects even of the odin backstory at this point because it's Mm -hmm. been like i was saying like a year and a half since odin happened so yeah yeah so that's just rosa yeah just rosa's done oh no it's all downhill from here um no it's it's good it's just that that you know i'll have fun reading revisiting um whole cake because it has stuff i like in it but there's like one big thing i think if this one big thing i don't like hadn't been in it i would enjoy it much more and sort of enjoy it for what it was rather than like you know it's not something i like 100 percent like but it's sort of like with foxy where like it was short enough that i kind of liked it for what it was sure. if foxy had gone on for like 50 chapters i probably <laughs> would have been like oh my god like kill me now but you would uh, be the foxy defender well, I yeah, I still am, and so is House of Tolstoy on Reddit. That's right. The <laughs> enjoyer of enjoyers of uh, classic literature like the Voxy art. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think next time we're gonna read. I looked at this. I'm not 100 percent sure if this will end in a good spot. I but it is like sort of going into the next big area, sure. which is. Um, well, I guess you'll see. But it, uh, we're going to read 802 to 831. And that's also less than what we've been reading. I figured that might be nice. Yeah. Um, Only 29 chapters. Yeah. We've been reading like 30 plus for a while. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's cool with you guys. Yeah. I'm The zoo, the, the zoo arc is, is good. Um, I'll be interested in revisiting that. Yeah, it's rather short, but it does. I liked it. Um, I remember liking it. It it's basically like Prelude to Wano, even though you have to get through like eighty chapters of whole cake in between. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, at least whole cake is. I think, like in the main, it's not super long. Yeah, whole cake. Whole cake is fine. I think. 
Okay. To me, okay. I, I I mostly think I'm excited to revisit Whole Cake because I read it very quickly because that was kind you know like like I was, was so close to being ca- caught being caught up. Yeah, uh-huh. I was like I just want to get through this. Um, and you were able to read all of it at once, right? Yeah. Okay, I think that will make it more tolerable for sure because I think that also helped with um, Fishman Island, and we like managed to I think like complete Fishman Island in two episodes. Mm-hmm. So I think we can do the same with, um, or mostly most of them, um, maybe not all of it. But yeah, I think I think it might take like maybe two, maybe two. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, in the meantime, uh, Emily and I will be back. I think about a week from when this goes live. Uh, two weeks from when we record. Well, like two and a half, um, to talk about April and Shonen Jump. Oh, I'm excited because um, Fujimoto had a new one shot. Ah, uh, yeah, I still, I still haven't finished that. I, it mm. came out when I was on my trip, and I read like half of it, um, and then I, I just like haven't gotten around really to finishing good. it. Um, so I don't know if it's as good as I was look back, gonna but... say. Do you like it? I was gonna ask if you liked it more. I, I think, I think with time, I might prefer it more. Um, I get this feeling about it, but um, I, li- I really like both. And I think they're both doing sort of like slightly different things. Yeah, so they're yeah, both about sort of the creative process. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look forward to that. And you can also find us on Twitter. I am at goodbye to a shoe. I am at Cosmos, of course. And I am at Wilker Fox. And that's about it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.